the college football experience, Colorado state Rams season preview for 2022 on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet $50 at win bet. Get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. So grab that thing for free today and let it ride, people. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Swinging database, Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> no one touches Dundee. And we're having a lot of fun. Hopefully, you're subscribed on YouTube as you're watching these awesome graphics done by our graphics department. Shout out to them. Uh, but Beautiful. yes, watch on YouTube. We're breaking down all 131 FBS college football team solo podcast, just like we do each and every year, but we're new to YouTube somewhat. So subscribe, tell a friend. And uh, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating sideline kids stealing. Oh, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, yeah, that's what I'd like to hear, baby. We're gonna be ramming it today, Patty C, because we're talking about the Colorado State Rams. Come on, and this team will not be doing any ramming it down anyone's throats because they are going to a new system. They were ramming it under Steve Adazio, and if you look at this graphic, it's called. Fort Air Raid, Patty C. Fort Air Raid. Yes. Yeah, buddy. Uh, look, a friend of the program is the the great Hal Mummy. He's been on the show before. Shout out to Hal. Great guy. A start of the air raid with Mike Leach back at Iowa Wesleyan in the eighties. Created that offense with with, with Mike Leach. May have heard of Mike Leach before. Yes. If you know a thing about or two about football, you probably heard of Hal Mummy. Wait, well, Mike Leach is our is our pal too, and I'll even get, let's give him Coach Leach a shout out. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. There we go, Coach Leach. Shout out to Coach Leach in, in Mississippi State, Hale State. But look. Coach Leach and how mommy created the air raid offense. They had great success at Iowa Wesleyan. I don't even have to look this shit up. This is not on the screen. I just know this because uh, we've hung out with coach Leach 
uh, back to his wazoo days. Um, then he went on to uh, Valdosta State, had success. Then they went to the University of Kentucky and had success with Tim Couch. Got him picked number one in the draft. Actually, Leach was uh, mommy's offensive coordinator throughout that process. Yes, okay. yes, yes. And then uh, Leach took the Oklahoma job with Bob Stoops as the OC there. Yes, yeah. uh, and mommy had Jared Der, uh, Jared Lorenzen, rest in peace, from Kentucky. <laughs> and uh, now lefty, lefty. Yeah. Yes, how mommy's how mommy's a genius. Uh, Mike Leach, genius. I love talking to both of those guys. And now we have Matt Mommy, who was his OC. At Nevada for Jay Norvell. Now here's what we got going here. Steve Adazio's son, in case you uh, yes. didn't pick up yes, on that. Yes, that is how mummy's son. So Steve Adazio was fired from Colorado State. Rightfully so, in my opinion. Yeah. But um he is gone. And now Jay Norvell, which I know a lot of people scrutinize this. I know famous uh pistol creator Chris Ott, who uh, the famous Nevada Wolfpack coach, created the pistol offense, which I know a lot of people over the years had, had took elements from. Uh, so Jay yeah. Norvell took a lot of money to go from Reno to Colorado state that bothered Chris Alt Cause he said it was a lateral move. Alt uh, was, was Norvell an understudy of Alt's or he just took, it no, over he just him? took it over. But I think my, may, perhaps on Alt's recommendation, I don't know now Alt salty and maybe with right. Uh, good reason. You know, the, the, oh, the in conference move, but a lot of money. <laughs> Shit. Sure. Colorado I state mean, plays. Look, a lot. It, I'm and, not blaming him, but Talk about spicing up a rivalry. It is good, and it's must-watch TV when they go to Reno later in the year. Um, but uh, you know what? It, whatever, whatever your your side is on that, regardless, it's done. Jay Norvell is the head coach of the Colorado State Rams. Matt Mummy's the OC, and and Norvell brought over a ton. All right, the 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 uh, I feel like ten players in the portal. Um, they're starting quarterback this year all coming in from Nevada. And I actually think that might help. I know most years, like when, when, when coach Leach went to, uh, to Mississippi state, you know, he didn't bring any players from Wazoo, maybe one, if memory serves me correct. Um, and so you were just taking those players and implementing them in the air raid. So you normally struggle some. Yeah. Um, well, this is going to be interesting because you're bringing not only your coordinators, which yes, coach Leach did do that, but you're bringing a lot of players that know it already, which is massive, which is very massive. So we will see how that shakes out. Let's just go through it. Last year, Patty C. Steve Adazio, not in, not an offensive juggernaut. Uh, they were 98th in scoring offense, 62nd in running the ball, 52nd in passing the ball, 57th overall. Not that bad. Not terrible, actually. Uh, defensively, they were 82nd in scoring defense, 86 in rush defense. Surprisingly, for an yeah. Adazio coach team, 38 in pass defense, 64th overall. Yeah. Adazio, you know, has done his entire career in the trenches, and so. You would assume, you know, they wouldn't have more passing yards than or a higher passing rating than rushing. They were just—he's a bad coach. I mean, look, I—I'm I, not trying to shit on Steve Adazio, but I—I I, I watched so many games when he was at Boston College or Colorado State, and I said this guy does not get his give his team any advantage by his coaching. Well, I will push back because I think you are hypercritical about coaches that. Uh, are bad at special teams. I think that. Well, I just think if you see a glaring weakness from one year, you should try to like. What is a coach adapting? Sure, but I also think that you know if if you don't have a, a special, if that's not your specialty, right, and you're good at something else, like you could say, okay, Mike Leach doesn't run the ball very well. 
They have ten rushing yards per game. No, That's he adapted good. last year. That's what I mean. But still, two years ago, they were barely running it, and last year he noticed that they so they ran the ball. They made they ran the ball a lot more last year. I would say yeah. it's still not uh, a, 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 the strong point of their offense, and so. Maybe that's not the strong point of Steve Adazio's coaching path. But all that to say, the guy went to uh, six bowls in seven years at Boston College. I know that's what Four you expect. Four out of conference games against Maine and Northern Illinois, and two wins in the ACC. Come on, dude. Uh, all I got to say is the results kind of speak for themselves. If you're going bowling, well, let's every- talk about the results from last year because they lost to South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, by fucking 20 points in the season opener or 19. Uh, sorry. You might have heard that South Dakota was in the FCS you're, national championship. You can't championship lose just at home. The game before that, you cannot lose at home by by 20 points to an FCS. Yeah, it, it was not a good look. I'll <laughs> give you that. Then you lose to Vanderbilt, who Vanderbilt had lost to East Tennessee State by 20 points That's the week before. And you're hosting Vanderbilt and you lose, then let's rattle off some of the I won't scores. argue last year. They weren't good last year. They weren't even good at year one, which was a COVID year. One and three. He year is one. a terror. I think he's, uh, I mean, I'll put it like this I haven't watched many coaches where I would flat out say they are what's holding the team back. I, I, I can honestly, I can't name that many. I felt like when watching Steve Adazio at both Boston College and and uh, Colorado State, I felt like his coaching was holding the team back both times. I don't get that feeling a lot. I can't even I can't even name many other. I, I'm trying to think. I mean, yes, I've seen bad coaching, but like I get it. He was a good recruiter, but I always thought he put the team in a bad scenario, like going for like fourth downs at, at weird moments. Um, yeah. A weird field position moments, and I just always thought he was terrible. I've they always certainly weren't a good team the last few years. Let me, I'll push back one more time. Mike Bobo's last two years. I understand that uh, uh, circumstances were extenuating, but three and nine and four and eight, and Steve Adazio takes over from that. At least he beat the SEC team, Arkansas. You know, I mean, <laughs> he had Vanderbilt coming in, couldn't even get that. Adazio sucks, dude. All right. Anyway, he's a good, a good, good. Uh, Good, like Good offensive line, coach. offensive line coach. Yeah, and recruiter, decent recruiter, decent recruiter. I'll, probably dropping bags, but uh, here we are. Norvell's a better coach, it seems. Yes, Jay Norvell. I, I mean, especially when you consider who he played for, who he's coached with. Obviously, he played for Hayden Fry and was a GA for Hayden Fry. He also played for uh, Dan Reeves and Mike Ditka. He also coached with Barry Alvarez for a long time. Uh, coached with uh, uh, Jim Mora, senior. Good pedigree. You're Co- uh, coached with Bob Stoops for a long time. Man, so I, I think the guy knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah. Um, been around some winning coaches, and he did a great job with Nevada. Let's be honest. When uh, Bill Polian's son Brian Polian left him the job, they were terrible. Chris Ott had left. Brian Polian came in. Nevada went to a really bad level of football, and Jay Norvell came in and, and changed that. Resurrected them. Yeah, um, and we'll see what he can do in Fort Collins. I think for, I think Colorado State's a sleeping giant as far as a football program. So they got a lot of money going through that school. They got a big enrollment. Huge. I, Colorado's in a the growing stadium. state. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I am very intrigued about uh, what's going on there. Uh, you look. It's hard. This is a, a, an interesting preview because you don't have a ton of returning starters. Yeah. And. Uh, offensively, they're bringing back. I say this as they, as in Matt Mummy and Jay Norvell. 
Right. They're bringing Clay Millen, who was the backup to Carson Strong, who actually played really well in, in limited action when Carson Strong was injured. He knows the offense. He's also bringing his starting center over, um, and a few other offensive linemen from Nevada. And and I thought some of the biggest stuff. Yes, Colorado State returns Ty McCullough and Dante Wright at the wide receiver position. I think both are talented, and I think they're probably going to benefit from being in the air raid. But the fact that Nevada is bringing in two of their like thousand yard wideouts, I think the offense is going to be ahead of schedule yeah. because of how many people you're bringing in. Now the defense. We will see. Freddie Banks is the defensive coordinator. Freddie Banks was at Nevada just a couple of years ago. Last year, he was in Bozeman at Montana State. What'd they do, Patty C? Oh, uh, FCS National Championship game. Yeah, got to the National Championship game, lost to North Dakota State, but yeah. great job. Getting all there, only gave up 20 points in the uh, entire season and playoffs up until that National Championship game. Only gave up 20 points twice. Mm. That's impressive. That Very is impressive. under 10 points. I'd have in to the count. big sky, which had a great record against the FBS last year. Yeah. He <coughs> running a four, two, five. He was a former defensive back. Colby mentioned Norvell was a former defensive back. You don't often see, you know, teams with defensive back, former defensive backs as defensive coordinators. Some that come to mind, Nick Saban yeah. uh, or, or four, two, five uh, type schemes with Bud Foster and Gary Patterson. Uh, the de- defensive back centric schemes. So they are exciting. They generate turnovers. I'm not sure if that was the the secret to Montana State's success last year, but when you pair that with the air raid, you got to figure they're going to be prepped to handle the pass in practice. Yeah, and and look, the from a defensive standpoint too, um, you know, five starters are back on defense and their entire linebacking core. Uh, now one of four back on the defensive line led by De- Devin Phillips, but the linebacking core with Daquan Jackson and some of these other guys, they, they, they should be pretty stout two of five back in the secondary. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they can do fast because uh, I know they have a big opener. We'll talk schedule. We're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk recruiting rankings in a minute here, but first I got to get us paid talking Colorado state football here. The Colorado state Rams season preview on the college football experience is brought to you by uh, win bet bet $50 at win bet, get $200 in free bets, bet big, win bigger with win bet, download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play fantasy on sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by trade coffee. Yes. Trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with uh, the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns and trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of growth for them. Uh, or new growth for them. Um, and, and what's great about trade coffee is it's expert tasted coffee. I know that sounds crazy. Well, it's just a human being have no, these people taste test thousands of coffee <laughs> and they keep 450 different kinds alive and ready to ship to you each day. I mean, that's called a well developed and what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh dynamic, dynamic taste buds. Well, yes. it's just a very, very finely balanced you know, palate there. And it's like, that's like the Pepsi challenge. You yeah. know what I mean? These are the pros guys. They're yeah. tasting your coffee for you. So you get the best stuff. Exactly, man. 
Uh, so, I mean, I, I really think you should try this because there's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you and trades human powered algorithm. will find it for you. So right now trade is offering a new subscribers, uh, a total of $30 off your first order. Plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free people. All right. That's like, what what Starbucks coffee is like $13 these days. <laughs> what's more, what's more expensive, the gas prices or, or the coffee prices? Exactly. Right. Well, you're getting 40 cups of coffee. Actually, it's probably like 800 cups of coffee for free. Uh, get started by taking their kit, their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? I'm afraid so. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why here at uh, SGPN Studios, we use IP Vanish VPN. It makes it tr- truly easy to stay private and secure on the internet. And it does that because it's, it, you know, IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your. your your browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. So it's really that simple. And uh, right now go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP and you'll claim 70% off your savings. That's IP V a N I S H.com slash S G P. All right, people, we are back talking. Colorado State Ram football. Gotta love it. Uh, Patty C, the transfer portal was a bit wild for the Rams, but that kind of makes sense when you bring in a new coach. This this, this might be the north the, uh, the the new format moving forward when bringing in a coach with the NIL and all this stuff. I mean, there's a bunch of coaches have been following this formula. Well, take your whole team. Yeah, you. take a lot of your team. Linebacker Peter. Ma, uh, you know what it reminds me of? Yeah. I hate to say this. It reminds me of uh, like youth football. You know, if a new coach goes over and he knows a bunch of the kids. Yeah, come takes, over here. Right. Yeah, what, what is that? Uh, AAU, AAU style. That's true. I mean, it's going to be about rapports with coaches, probably. You know, uh, yeah. so linebacker Peter Montini comes over from Nevada. Offensive lineman Trevin uh, Heal comes over from Nevada, Melquan Stovall. This guy's a beast wide receiver, thousand yard receiver uh, comes over from Nevada. Uh, running back Avery Morrow comes over from Nevada. Offensive tackle. Jacob Gardner comes over from Nevada. Wide receiver. Tory Horton comes over from Nevada quarterback, starting quarterback. I mean, these Tory Horton is a thousand yard receiver as well. Uh, quarterback clay Millen comes over from Nevada. We just talked about him a minute ago. Offensive tackle Cole uh, Feinhauer is coming over from Nevada. <laughs> they got a couple other guys, an offensive lineman Dante Keys, who I think will start for them as well from Florida International down there at the airport, taking a layover in Colorado or for, I'm sorry, Fort Collins. I almost said Colorado Springs. Uh, defensive end CJ Anyechi from uh, Rutgers comes in and cornerback Chigiz. Chigozi and Usome. Nice. From Cal. Well Cal done. Cal Berkeley. Justin Wilcox. Uh, I'd say they actually kind of won the transfer portal. I know they lost their off some of their offensive linemen, but they're they're more run based offensive linemen. So eight guys from Nevada they took with them? I think eight guys that I can keep track of. Once again, this is changing every day. Yeah. So it might be more, but I think they're all gonna be starters for the most part. Wow. I think only a couple guys will not be starters. <laughs> um so that's why I wonder, like normally when we forecast these teams in that transition, 
it's going to be interesting to watch whether we're right or whether we're wrong, because I can't recall a time where an air raid coach comes into another team where, you know, there's going to be a big shift from philosophy, but you bring in all these players that are going to yeah. start. So I mean, if you bring your entire offense and the fact that they're just wearing a different uniform, is that going to lead to a huge drop off? I mean, I think not. I think the offense is actually going to be in pretty good shape considering you're bringing in these receivers. They know about, you know, you know, air raid runs a lot of what mesh. And, and I think it'll actually, I, I I don't think the offense will be as set back as other teams have been. It's a relatively simple system, you know, like, but once you get that timing down, but they've had that timing, Yeah, the offensive lineman, the quarterback, the receivers, they've had that timing. Right. I, I, I think what I mean by that is once you have established it and you're a step ahead on the timing, as opposed to a step behind, then you stay a step ahead and it works and they'll come in. You would think that that would make them right off the bat, ready to compete. But I do think just because they're meshing it with players that haven't done it before the entire offense, that's more so on the defense on the offense. It's really like your whole offense from Nevada. It seems like to how many players do we think are going to be from Nevada starting on this uh, offense? Do we I think all say, eight of those guys? I would say about six. Six. Yeah. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah. I think for the well, first. Well, we know the quarterback, two wideouts, and uh, th- I think three offensive linemen, maybe four offensive linemen. Yeah. So I think even more so in that in in the air raid, we're going to see a, a faster transition and uh, I, I guess learning curve being ascended faster. Uh, Lance Leopold at uh, going from Buffalo to Kansas last year showed. The first half of the season was tough, but by the second half of the season, almost beat but he Oklahoma. Run the air raid. Did beat yeah. Texas, but yeah. all that almost to say, beat TCU and West Virginia too. Yeah, I mean, there I was mean, a big difference. It it only took half a season, in other words, for all those players that he brought over with him to get a, get acclimated with each other but and that's gel. Still, that's still like he's still. I I get your point, and I see the comparison, but at the same time, I feel like it's not even a system thing there. Yeah. Whereas here, the the system can gel even faster. Like. Like he still it took a random quarterback from Kansas and and a transfer from North Texas, I think it was Jason Bean, and made him. He didn't have any experience with them. This is like Clay Millen has been in the air raid, yeah, for a while. I mean, and according to Leach, with uh, with the quarterbacks down there at uh, Mississippi State, it's getting the buy-in, getting yeah. the players to believe. Okay, and the rhythm. He always says right. there's a rhythm to it. Like you you you'll you know pick go to it the up. check down yeah, yeah. when it's time to go to the check down, and you, you have know? to you have to trust that. Yeah. You have to always trust what what the numbers are giving you. I believe from yeah. what he was telling us. Yeah, it's, it seems like a numbers game there. But I guess so. Las Vegas here on this graphics. Uh, once again, check out on YouTube. Las Vegas saying the win total. Well, first off, what, what recruiting rankings. Recruiting. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look. Um, look, they've been remarkably steady over the last five cycles. With uh, Bobo's last year and kind of the Bobo uh, 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 Adazio in between, they dropped to one hundred four, but. Between that, 86, 85, 85, and 81, mm. with 104 right in the middle. Um, within the conference, that's good for four, two, five, six, five. Now they had done a little before better recruiting under Boba the first two years, 73 and 75. So their composite rank within the conference has been two, 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 and three for the p- past four cycles, not playing up to their talent level. That's a bad reflection on both Bobo and Adazio over the True. past four years. I know Bobo had some health. I think he was gone for like a season though. He had yeah. some crazy health scare. Yeah. Um, so but can't really blame Bobo for that. Maybe with, there is some talent there in the cupboard though. And with the talent they're bringing in, maybe well, they, that's why I think they're actually one of the more interesting teams. I know I've said this for a lot of teams this, as we preview every team here on the college football experience, but I do think they're one of the more interesting teams. Like 
I I know like originally when I saw you know Colorado State at Michigan, which is their first game, and by the way, Las Vegas putting this graphic here on YouTube, uh, the win total at five and a half. Um, I I I think that game. I look. I'm still going to take Michigan to win. I don't think it's going to be like. A, I'm just saying. I think it could get interesting if they're th- like. I thought it would be a bye week before. Yeah. And now, like the more I lean into it, I'm like, huh. I I completely disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying, especially air raid. You're, you're immediately drawn back to uh, the likes of uh, Appalachian State going to Michigan first game of this season. You know, pulling that huge. Michigan upset. lost both coordinators. A lot of talent. You know, uh, I get what you're saying. And uh, Nevada, if it was Nevada bringing back everything they had and going to Michigan, then I get what you're saying. So if we think that they're going to be exactly like as as good as Nevada was last year, then I would agree with you. But I think it's going to take more than one game. I think, you know, it's going to take several games before this will gel completely. And I think Michigan is primed to like come out the gates pretty fast here. I mean, I'm taking Michigan. I wasn't going to take Colorado state regardless, but I, I just, I find that game more interesting now than I did three months ago or six months ago, yeah. knowing, uh, knowing, knowing all the talent that came in from Reno. Right. We'll probably know right away what we're looking at there, but uh, if they're, if they're executing at a high level right off the bat, then that, that could be a, a more interesting game. Yeah. So week two, they come back to uh, Fort Collins at, at canvas stadium. They take on the blue Raiders and Rick Stockstill, who for some reason, all apparently all Mercy Murfreesboro thinks is a terrible coach and he's actually really good. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to take Colorado state to win this one, but I think this will be a good football game. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think coming the, into altitude, very you know, like, helpful that this game is being played in Fort Collins and not Murfreesboro. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So I got them one and one, you got them one and one after the first two weeks. Then there, this, this is a very interesting game to me. Uh, they're going to Washington State. I know one of their starting offensive linemen from a season ago transferred to Wazoo. Uh, I think actually a few players transferred to Wazoo. Um, Martin Stadium, been there. That's that's a great place, fun place. Uh, you know, Jake Dickert did a solid job with uh, Nick Rolovich. You know, obviously that thing didn't work out there as a state employee. Rolovich is our boy, been on the show, so I can't. You know, hopefully Nick gets Fucking it back going. Nonsense, yeah. man. But Jake Dicker did a great job, and and I think he's a good coach. Yeah, you know, yeah, he stepped in. Yeah. He, did, he performed very well. Now they lost Jaden Delora. They have Cameron Ward coming in from Incarnate Word, but I think this is a a a fifty fifty game. But I think I slightly lean Washington State. Yeah, me too. If this was later in the year, I think I would. I might take Wazoo Colorado State. What six and seven last year? Yeah. Was yeah. Okay. So Pullman. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Should yeah. be a fun one. I'll take Wazoo. Lean Wazoo. I, I think this would be like a 33-27 game. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if Colorado yeah. State could find a way to win this one. One or two scores for yeah. sure. So one and two, and then they they host the uh the big sky. Watch out, because the big sky last year made their mark when uh when they 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 what Montana knocked off knocked off Washington, who was a top fifteen team or top twenty team. You saw uh uh, Eastern Washington go down to UNLV and beat them in the Mountain West. Yeah, you saw UC Davis with Dan Hawkins go to Tulsa and beat them. Yeah. Is Northern Arizona? Yeah, Northern yeah. Arizona's in that, and Northern Arizona went to Arizona and beat them. <laughs> oh man, this conference uh, was that all in the same week or like? A I think same it was in like. A, uh, I think I think a lot of those were the same week, and I think Weber State for the first half was yeah. giving Utah fits. Yeah. Second half, I think Utah opened it up. Yeah, you're right. Um, watch out though. Sacramento state's not a bad program. Nine and three last not year, a bad program. Watch lost out to South, to South Dakota state by five. Whereas uh, yeah, what did Colorado, 20 by 19, Colorado state lost to South Dakota. They dressed state. that up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, watch out. 
Watch out, the Hornets can play, but I, I'm going to take Colorado State to get it done. Yeah, I think so too. So two and two after the month of September, they get a bye the first week of October, and now this is the game Friday night. Love how they put this on TV. <laughs> Coming off a bye, nice job by uh, Colorado State. This is here. must watch TV for me because I know things didn't. Oh, you Nevada know. coming off a bye too. I guess on a Friday night. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, McKay Stadium in Reno. Um, I think Nevada. I don't know, man. You think Nevada? No, no, no. no. Yeah. I think Nevada got really hurt yeah. by all the portal and everything. And I know Shane Illingsworth's coming in from Oklahoma State. I just think Nevada's not there this year. I think they're gonna have a big setback year this year. I'm taking Colorado State to get the win. I mean, they Reno. lost to Nevada 52 to 10 last year. I don't care how big of a step back you're taking. That's a huge gap. Six touchdowns, that's a huge gap to make up. They just got killed by the portal though. They did get killed by the portal. Yeah. They got killed by their coach. Yeah. Uh I expect a really good game I, here. I can't wait to watch this one though. I, I think you're asleep on Nevada a little bit personally. Okay. But I agree that this is going to be competitive. Who do you got in this one? I got Colorado State. I feel pretty good about it. I think that uh, Nevada lost too much. I'm going Nevada. Really? <laughs> really? 52 to 10, buddy. 52 hey, to 10. And that guy who's dropped that 52 is the coach of, of Colorado state. All now. I got to say is prove it. Matt mommy is drawing up plays in Fort Collins now. So well, who do you think of all the players that have seen it in practice for the last, however many years with the Norvell crew, they'll be ready for that. I can't it's wait. It's going to be a fun game. I can't wait. Well, I got them then at three and two. Once again, the win total five and a half. They're hosting the Mountain West champs, Utah State. I think this is going to be a fun game. Uh, Utah State did did hammer them, I believe, last year. But uh, uh, I think that's that's going to be a fun that game. game. Was twenty six twenty four. Wow, close. Game. Watch out, though, man. Watch out in Logan. This one's in, in uh, Fort Collins. Yeah, and uh, Utah State did what last year? They were they eleven the and three. Yeah. Wow. I think this is a dangerous game for Utah State. I really do. Um, so keep an eye on this game. I'm going to take Utah I'm State. Take Utah State too. But another thing is Utah State coming off of uh, the triple option with Air Force. Mm, body blow. Yeah. So keep an eye out on that game. I think it could be a pivotal one. Um, then Hawaii comes to Fort Collins. Timmy Chang was part of this staff with Matt Mummy. Was the wide receivers coach. Shout out to Timmy Chang back home with his uh, alma mater at, at Hawaii and, and our friend June Jones. Shout out to June. But um, Hawaii just seems like a project. I think Colorado State blows them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason June didn't take that job. Uh, he was trying to get that job. Apparently, yeah. I don't know, but uh, there was a lot of stuff going against him. I okay. feel like the administration and stuff. So I thought he had uh, asked for a little more than they were willing yes, to give. Yes. And Timmy Chang was willing to take that yeah, job. He's younger, June, man. Yeah. June Jones Hungry. is like 70. June like, Jones knows yeah. what it takes. He's only got X amount of years left. I'm rooting for Timmy Chang, though, man. Yeah. Uh, so what does that put us at, Patty? See, I got him then at uh, I got him at four and three, seven seven games in. I think you have him at three and four. Uh, I have them. Yeah, with the uh, Hawaii win, I have them at three and four. Yeah. So four and three. All they need is two more wins to cash the over here at Boise State. I don't think they're ready for that one. I think uh, Hank Bachmeyer and Boise will be rolling. That's an L. Um, so I got him at four and four. They're at San Jose State. This is one to circle because I, I think this is a winnable game, but it's also a game you could lose. It's on the second end of a back to back away, which I think is challenging. Um, Patty C, give me a Colorado State upset here. Ooh. I could see it. I could see it. I think between Nevada, Utah State, or uh, 
Boise State and San Jose State. I could see one one win that I wasn't expecting there. So I'll give you that win too. So I got him now one win away. I got him at five. You got him at five yeah. and four. I got him at four and five. And then they're home to Wyoming. This is a this is a total contrast in styles. This will be a very interesting Air Raid game. versus Pound the Rock. Yeah, Wyoming uh, won by fourteen last year, thirty-one to seventeen. That was in Laramie, though. Uh, you know what? I'll go Wyoming just to be different. Uh, well, you're not gonna be that different because I'm going Wyoming here okay. too. Okay. Okay. Uh, at Air Force, very different styles. Air Force won in Reno last year. I think Air Force wins in, at home at Falcon Stadium. I got Air Force winning that one too. And to me, this is the one where you cash your over. I am taking Nevada. I'm sorry. I'm taking uh, Colorado State to beat New Mexico in Fort Collins on Friday, November 25th. Well, they got him in Albuquerque last year, 36 to seven. So this should be a a cakewalk again, you would think. And I got Colorado State bowling in year one with Jay Norvell. And I actually think, uh, you know, I got him at six and six from what we just did. But I actually think. You know, you factor in that Wyoming game or that Air Force game, and and even uh, that Washington State game. I think there's a decent shot they can be a seven and five team. I lean. I think it's more likely that they're seven and five than five and seven. I disagree. I think they're going five and seven. I think it's going to take a little time for this to gel. I think the the prospects are bright moving forward, but whenever you're putting in a new scheme and a really specific like system. Take some time sometimes. And, and what the fuck is the schedule where you don't have Colorado on the schedule, guys? Yeah. Colorado and Colorado State need to work things out. I know, I think it's coming on the horizon, but. Guys, this isn't Alabama, uh, Texas, or uh, Texas. I love that rivalry. The Rocky Mountain Showdown? Yeah, of course. No, th- this was a, a heated ass yeah, rivalry. Yeah, I miss for- it. I miss it, man. That's the problem with the, like all this conference realignment stuff. And When did they stop playing? Let me take a look at that. It's their second most played game of all times. Uh, looks like 2019 was uh, one of the more recent games they played. So right, right up into 2019, they were playing, but last uh, two seasons, what's up, what's going on? It's like BYU not playing Utah this year. College football suffer. We suffer folks. The fans suffer. Give us Rocky mountain football, if, make it a thing. Well, it's so funny because college it. football as a whole is complaining that fan attendance is down. That's because you're taking away the pit in West Virginia's, yeah. the Colorado, Colorado States, yeah. the BYU, Utah's, the uh, the Texas A&M, Texas's, those rivalries, the games that Nebraska, people Colorado, are actually yeah. passionate about. They were all a blast, and and you replace them with some. I mean, look, Middle Tennessee, more power to you, or Wazoo, I don't know, but come on, let's get that back. Let me ask you this: Yeah, odds Colorado State ends up with a Big Twelve invite at some time in the future. I think it could happen. They got to get it going now, though. Yeah. Uh, their basketball program is very, very good too. Yeah, those spots are getting plucked up left and right. Who's who else is on the radar for future expansion in the big 12 Boise, Memphis, Boise, SMU. Memphis, maybe Tulane, SMU too, potentially SMU. Yeah. And they're only probably going to, they're, they're going to, I, I, I mean, I, I personally think they should consider, well, I guess the football program has got to be better, but I would, I would consider UNLV or, or oh, San Diego state's got a good program, but I don't know if they want to go into that Southern California. West, yeah. yeah. But uh, they should. Um, but Colorado Col- State, though, there has been Colorado in the Big Twelve before. Bring them back. We've seen the success. I would love it. I would, would love it. So and that would uh, make that Colorado rivalry even it juicier. Would. It would. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, subscribe uh, to the College Football Experience as we break down all 131 teams uh, with a solo podcast for each one. I'm on the over. Patty C's on the under. Right. Mm-hmm. So it'll uh, be close. Buckle up. I can't wait for Week One. 
Also subscribe to the college basketball experience because we host that Colorado state, great college basketball program there. I know David Roddy got drafted the other day um, and subscribe to the college baseball experience as well as the USFL gambling podcast we host, but that's just us. The SGPN crew does a ton of other ton of other podcasts. You name it. I mean, Colorado uh, avalanche are in the, uh, the Stanley cup right now, subscribe to the NHL gambling podcast. Cause they've had that on lockdown. A lot of fun over there. Um, folks, Give us a give us a nice rating on on iTunes. Five stars. Come on, give us a comment. Say, hey, this picked on D bastard and uh, Patty C. They're a bunch of idiots, but the show's fun. It's good. Uh, and if you do that, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter or find the the show on Twitter at TCE on SGPN or me personally at the Colby D. Show us that screenshot. We'll send you a college football experience T-shirt. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick, who is still on vacation, is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give us all a follow. And uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast is on Twitter at the SGP Network. You're going to want to check out the Sports Gambling Podcast because they're doing, de- they've already done a bunch of NFL breakdowns. Obviously, Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos. Um, that is exciting. Exciting little uh, situation there. Yes, 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 yes. So check it out, uh, folks. We got you covered. Uh, get the SGPN app. I think you'll really dig it. Patty C, anything else when it comes to the Colorado State Rams? Just give me that song one more time. Oh, you want to ram it? Okay, okay. Hang on, folks. Well, let me tell you this. All right. This is the college football experience, Colorado State Rams style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. <laughs> <laughs>